I'm Alexi. And I'm Bryn. And this is 20-somethings. Going through something. Bing, bing. Today, <laughs> we are discussing things that school didn't teach us. Which was a lot. Mm-hmm. But also as a teacher... We teach a lot. (laughs) Except you actually, she teaches a class that's literally math in the real world, which is what we all needed. So they're just a little late to the game. Yeah. And I will say a lot of the stuff that I'm teaching, I didn't know. So it's a lot of, especially because I'm younger, like I'm the youngest teacher on staff. So it's a lot of learning myself as I'm going through things and then teaching them as I learn it. Yeah. Which is chaos sometimes. But we all we all learn together. Gotta so. fake it till you make it, basically. Yeah, pretty much a lot of the time. Yep. Anyways, <laughs> I just think they, like when our parents were students, they had what was it like? Um, I can't think of the name, but it was where they had cooking. Like they had oh, a home ec. Yes, they had that, and can't think of everything else. But I just remember being really sad that we didn't have that. We only had. Like, food science, but that was an elective. You didn't have to take that. And that didn't teach me common kitchen things. It taught me how to make mozzarella cheese. I've never made it in my life (laughs) since. So I feel like they had a good thing going when our parents were kids, and then they stopped, and then, I mean, I guess select schools like yours is actually teaching things that people should know. Yeah. Well, I know, like, our high school did have an option for similar to what I'm teaching, but... It was just called, like, personal finance or something. I took that. I didn't take it. I took that, and it taught me nothing. What did you learn about? It was just, like, Dave Ramsey. Oh, yeah. I was told to not use that. And Which, that got me into wanting to be an accountant. Mm. Because I really liked some of the things you were learning. I was really good at it. And it was fun because I was good at it. (laughs) Then I got to college, and after my third accounting class, I was like, oh, my gosh, I hate this. So I switched majors. But it... The personal finance class was just listening to Dave Ramsey's videos and some things Ramsey says I agree with and like he's really smart, but there's other things like, no, I can't wait to pay all cash for that. That's not possible. Right. So it was an interesting class, but it definitely didn't teach things like you're teaching in your classes. Hmm. Yeah. Everyone I talk to that teaches a similar class to what I teach, um, Originally, when I took over, I was kind of asking, like, what resources I should use. And pretty much everyone said, stay away from Dave Ramsey. So that was the piece of advice I got. And I was like, oh, okay. Easy enough. Anyways, so today we are discussing things that school did not teach us, which is a lot. It's a significant amount of things. We want to talk about this topic because I just realized something that I didn't know. And I know for a fact, Alexi does not know this. And... I just felt so stupid and my mom felt so bad for not teaching me it. And I'm like, no, mom, that's not your fault. This is our education's fault. Uh So basically we're talking about stamps, mail stamps. Okay. Mm -hmm. I know they're expensive. My mom talks to me about them all the time, how expensive stamps are. And when I was in college, she'd always just give me a roll of stamps. I've never had to buy them myself Mm -hmm. and she's just great mom. So I can send cards to random people. I recently ran out of stamps and I literally have no idea how to buy them. And my mom was like, oh, you can literally buy them anywhere, but just know they're expensive. 
type of thing. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to look online. So I go to Amazon. They were pretty expensive. I thought you always just went to, like, the post office. So you can do that, too. I need stamps. Yeah. Well, so my mom was like, go to the post office, but I didn't want to go to the post office because I just never go there. So therefore, I'm uncomfortable Mm. because social anxiety. So, for example, some stamps right now for 20 count is $15. So stamps are really expensive. Didn't they used to be 10 cents each when we were a kid? The price keeps going up. Well, yeah, inflation. Yeah. And so she was like, you know, just FYI, they're not cheap. And I was like, oh, okay, I looked on Amazon, you know, they're $15, didn't want to spend that money. So I go on the UPS store online and I'm seeing stamps for like 20 cents. Literally for 20 stamps, they're like 20 cents. And I have to pay like a dollar in shipping or something. I was like, screw that. I'm going to do that. Like, what mm. the heck? Why don't people buy them on U- the UPS store, USPS, whatever. Mm. And so I buy them. And I'm waiting for them to come, and I go to my mom's, and I'm like, guess what, mom? I found really cheap stamps. I don't know what the heck you're talking about. Oh. And she was like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I got stamps for 20 cents. And I was like, I just got the, like, most basic stamps you can get. Like, I didn't care about the design, just wanted the cheap ones. So mm-hmm. it was literally a picture of a Tiffany lamp. <laughs> Did not care. <laughs> and she was like, oh, my gosh, Bryn, are those penny stamps? And I said, what are those? <laughs> and she said, Brynn, that's not the same thing as a normal stamp. A penny stamp is what you use on top of a normal stamp if it's extra postage required. I thought you just put two stamps on. So you can do it that way if you don't want the actual weight, if you don't have a weight to measure how much um. it is. So let's just say like one stamp, I don't I really don't know these, so don't quote me on them, but let's just say you can have a stamp that equals up to half a pound. If it's 0.6, you could add on so many penny stamps, so you don't have to use two full stamps. It'd be cheaper for you to use a penny stamp. I see, yeah. And so I bought 20 penny stamps. (laughs) Literally, nobody uses penny stamps anymore. (laughs) And she was just so, like... It felt so bad, and I feel so bad for her because I was just like, what the heck am I going to use these for? Why didn't school teach us this? Now I have 20 fucking stamps I'm never going to use in my life. I haven't even undone the package because it's just ridiculous. I got so angry. Then, of course, I go to my grandparents, and I'm telling my grandma this story, and my grandma just dies laughing. And there, there's my mom just feeling so bad again, but... I don't know. That's just wild that I never knew the difference. You can get penny stamps. You can get, like, nickel stamps. Like, mm-hmm. why don't we know these things? Well, it's funny as in class I teach, usually, and I cut it out this year so far, but usually I teach how to ship a package. Mm-hmm. Like, how to measure out what you're trying to ship, how to figure out what box it would fit in, all that stuff. And I so cut like it. like, wrapping a gift. I need that. Yeah. It's <laughs> that, too. And I was like, this is pointless. So I cut it. But now maybe I'll do a little mini lesson of it with stamps. You need stamps. to do stamps. <laughs> like, not not kidding. You need yeah. to do them. Because there's I mean, also I've never had to use a stamp. Forever since. stamps. Do you know what those are? I don't know <laughs> That's what a penny important. stamp is. I don't know what a forever stamp so is. So forever stamps has the American flag on them. Yeah. Which is what my mom always uses. She yeah. always gives them to me. And I remember always getting bored of them because 
you have your other people who send really cool stamps and i'm just never notice a stamp i always look at the stamp i'm like if they have a cool stamp wow goals (laughs) like not kidding that is so random or i can't wait when i'm old to have stamps you know that say like my my name and my husband's name and then you know cute dog Mm -hmm. like something fun Mm -hmm. anyways so forever stamps is basically when you buy it whatever that postage is it goes for forever so let's just say it was 10 cents a stamp it doesn't matter if it raised 20 years from now if you still have some of those stamps you can use that for the same like like it never you never have to add more stamps to your postage because it just continues on forever but what if it's something right where it's going too far and it doesn't need two stamps it's still just one no, so if you have a really heavy, if it's a pound and you have two stamps, you would still use two stamps, but I'm saying like. So do stamps expire is what you're these saying? These forever stamps don't. Right, so you're saying a normal one does. Right. Ah, okay. I so that's where you'd have to use the penny stamps to keep on adding as the years go by. So like way back when they were first introduced, like my mom was saying that people would literally buy thousands of stamps because they were so cheap. Which is like they had a great idea. Yeah. So best bet is to get forever stamps. Mm -hmm. But they are a little more expensive because they're kind of taking into account if you do hold on to them for a long time. Like, Mm -hmm. but I do want to start sending more letters. I like writing people letters a lot, but I love writing letters because words of affirmation is my love language. Text is just so much easier. And I get, well, I guess sending a letter is easy. You just put in the outgoing mail and whatever. When I shouldn't send those packages, I got so nervous I never sent them. They're still in my car. Oh, my God. I was a part of these two book chain things. One of those things you see on Facebook and they say, oh, if you want 30 books. Seems like a spam, but all right. (laughs) I've just seen them so much. And finally this year I decided I'm going to comment. And I'm going to be involved in one because I've seen them for so long and I always said I wanted to do one and I never did. So finally I decided this year's the year. I'm doing it because I'm on my reading kick of a year. So I messaged both separate people and I said I would love to do your book exchange. Thinking about Bob. They gave me the information I needed. I bought the books. I packaged them. I wrote the addresses on them. And then I couldn't figure out what to do with the packages once all that was done what do you mean i just was looking it up and i was like do i need stamps do i need to do do i need to pay something and i used to always just go to allendale when i would send stuff because there's a certain store i would always go to to mail packages so i was almost tempted to just drive to allendale because i just know it's safe to go there you know you're really contradicting yourself with not teaching that lesson right now (laughs) (laughs) i know because well, that's why I didn't teach it, because I was like, I don't know what to do. And I'm too proud to ask someone that knows better. I'm like, if Google can't tell me, and I, I know what to do now, I'm just too anxious to do it. So I just need to go do it. Have you gotten mine. a book yet? No, because I haven't sent them. Oh, so they wait until you, they Well, receive? so that's the other reason I didn't do it, because it does sound kind of like a scam. Because then, when I send my book, I'm supposed to post the little thing they sent me and I move the my friend's address to who they're sending their books to and my address goes under that 
So really, I won't get books unless the people that respond to me have people respond to them. Hmm. So when I originally sent the message, I thought I was going to be guaranteed as many books as people were responding. But really, it's you post, and then your address is, like, moved up in the list. And then your friend is supposed to post, and whoever responds to your friend is the one sending you the books. You really just need to do a book club at the I know. library. I know. That's why I was like, I might as well just get... I might as well just put on Facebook, hey, anyone want to do a book exchange ourselves? Yeah. And I'll just send you a book, and you send me a book. Yeah. Started out. Either. But the problem is that I'm going to be buying a ton of books. The whole point of this one is like you buy one book and send it to one person and then multiple other people get your address to send you a book. Where if I'm just doing it individually with people, if I have 20 friends that do it, I'm buying 20 books. And I'm still getting 20 books, but it's just a lot more to spend for me than them. That's where you need to do a library where you're all local. Yeah, true. And... Or, you know, if it's a library-owned one, then they have numerous copies to lend you where you don't have to buy it. Because, yeah, that does get expensive. And then if you give them a book you really like, you're afraid they're going to ruin it. And I guess the better suggestion is just post asking for book recommendations and then get them from the library. <laughs> That's True. the cheapest option for all of this. True. <laughs> As I'm discussing it, I realize this is a great idea. So I'm just going to yeah. start doing that. Britt and I... I I know we talked about it in one episode, but we've been in this reading mood, and so we've been going to the library and getting three books at a time or whatever, but so far we've been reading a lot this Mm -hmm. year, towards the end of last year. Well, you've always read kind of a lot. I just started reading again, like, summer last year. Yeah, my, well, I feel like I just get in kicks, like, I don't read consistently, but then when I do read, it's, like, nonstop, Mm -hmm. but on Goodreads, you can set a a goal for the year. Oh, yeah, I saw yours was 12 books or something. Yeah, so it's really small, but I was thinking, you know, if I stop my kick, that's just one a month, mm-hmm. and I think I'm already at five or six, six books. Yeah, so... not today. <gasps> but, yeah, it's it's nice. It makes me feel good about myself. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many I've read this year so far. If I include December, I think I'm at probably about six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just finished one today that I started last night, and I finished it today. took me seven hours, I think. Maybe six. We love Coho. Yeah. Colleen Hoover. If you haven't read her books, look her up. She's good. That's who we're both... Well, I just stopped reading the book because I finished it, but we're both in a Coho kick. Mm -hmm. Good writer. Look her up if you don't know. If you don't know Coho, now you do. Coho, come on the podcast. Oh my gosh, could you imagine we'll if she sent us up. free books? Oh my gosh. We'll become a book guest. So we need Coho <laughs> to sponsor us. We need Hello Chipotle. HelloFresh. Hello Chipotle. Chipotle is my mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, All good options. Yeah. I'm sure we'll think of more. But really, at this point, we'll take any sponsor. Just whoever. Okay, um, I don't know about <laughs> okay, that. Okay, not any. Not any. We have standards. <laughs> There's some I'm sure we would deny. <laughs> we do have standards. Not any. What else did school not teach us? I just remember there was a post that you posted on Facebook back in like... Oh, I commented on it. I remember. No. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was... I don't know. It was back in middle school or early oh. high school. 
and I said something about taxes mm-hmm. not being taught. It was a math problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We should try and find it and post it. But they don't yeah, teach do. us taxes. I didn't need to know anything about taxes to solve that math problem, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you didn't. But <laughs> I blamed it that school didn't teach us it. I do teach taxes, which is nice. Because I knew they were going to start getting W-2s and stuff, so I wanted them to know what they were before they got those. And then, of course, like half of them weren't paying attention. So then I've had multiple kids come up to me with their W-2s saying, I know you taught me this, but can you reteach me how to read this? I mean, I don't even know how to read it. I just hand it to my mom's accountant and say, thank you. Let me know well, how much I'm getting back. <laughs> most of them said that they would rather file... We do, like, little polls. So I taught them how to file on paper. I taught them how to file on, like, TurboTax. And I told them about filing with a professional. So I said, which one do you think you guys will want to do? And most of them said that they'd rather file themselves online. So I said, well, you need to understand W-2 to do that. So we went through and read a fake W-2, and they filled out their fake TurboTax while they did it. Yeah, I just don't trust myself. The IRS is going to come get me. <laughs> like, I literally do not trust myself. Well, they only audit, like, 1%, but... I Still, would be you that don't want to get caught. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would get someone too. Don't get me wrong. I just remember, pay someone. I'd rather do that. Remember our friend who was freaking out because their accountant was like, the IRS contacted me about. You remember this? No. I have no clue who you're talking about right he now. He was freaking out. No, I don't remember that. Oh, so, yeah, after that, especially, I was like, I am not dealing with that stress. Yeah. I couldn't last in jail. No, you could not. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't either, but... Okay, but... Oh, my goodness. Oh, I don't want to think about out. it. Anyways. Any hoosers. Well, I feel like this is kind of college. Doesn't prepare you for the real world in a way. Like, yeah. you don't... You can take all the classes you want, but you're not going to learn until you're on the job. Right. Like, I learned literally nothing. I applied nothing from college into my internship or my full-time job yeah so well that's the thing most college majors are so broad then you get hired for a job and you're doing specific things and each job has a different way of doing those specific things and you just have to learn anyways how the company works so i mean you at least have some sort of background in how to do your job i guess i'm thinking so my major was business and you know, emphasizing in marketing, but they didn't teach you SEO. I can't even say a bunch of things that don't make sense. But basically, they didn't teach you the steps that most marketers do. It was like, here's how to make a business plan. Mm-hmm. I've never made a business plan in my life because I'm not up top in the company. Like, I'm not a senior level person. Yeah. So I just don't understand why they don't teach the lower level where literally most marketers are going to have to do this at one time in your life and then people don't want to hire somebody that doesn't have experience so then you're just stuck in this revolving circle yeah i will say teaching is better at that than most majors because it's more direct but i still was never i was taught how to teach middle school math but i was never taught how to teach high school math so it was more using the critical thinking and reasoning skills that I learned to figure out how to teach higher level content. And that was only one class for like a semester. So even then, out of my four and a half years, I still took half of a year 
of a class that actually applied to teaching math. Yeah. And I took no classes about how to teach psychology, and that's my minor, and I can still, I'm certified to teach it because I passed the test. But was never taught how to teach it, so I never want to. But kind of crazy that I'm certified to just teach this thing I've never learned how to teach. Yeah. And then we had to do, um, what do they call it? I think it was like a teaching portfolio or something where we had to take a bunch of pieces of work and lessons we did and blah, 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 and put it all together into a binder. And never once have I walked into an interview and had them ask for my teaching portfolio because there's a shortage. And as long as you're certified and they think you'll be a good fit, they'll just hire you. I mean, you got lucky when you were hired. Yeah, but even now there's more of a shortage than when I was hired. No, I, I'm just saying back when we were growing up, when I would tell uh, teachers I want to be a teacher, they were like, good luck, you're going to have to move out of state. Yeah. Like, it's just crazy the change that has happened. Yeah. Because I've wanted to be a teacher my whole life until I hit college. Yeah. I mean, even when we were in high school, there was still a surplus. And then when we got to college, that's when it switched. And then COVID hit and made it way worse. But, yeah, I see what you're saying. Something I just remembered is when I was taking that food science class in high school, at the very end, you, for your final, you got to make whatever you wanted. And you could team up with, you know, a group of, I think it was max four people or by yourself or one person, like whoever you wanted. And so... I had a group of, like, three other people. We made red velvet cupcakes. Still the best cupcakes I've ever made. I still make that recipe. It was amazing. It was red velvet with cream cheese frosting. So freaking good. Did you learn how to make it in the class? Yeah. Oh. And, um, oh, yeah. Anyways. Okay, I go on and on about those cupcakes. (laughs) Um, but then this other girl was making, like, the mini chocolate lava cakes, which, also mm. love that dessert basically yeah. love any dessert but she was by herself and you can tell that she's never made anything like baked anything like that's completely fine whatever i just felt so bad for her because i was watching her from afar make this recipe and to make the chocolate lava cakes you they want you to use a muffin pan and they were telling them that you need an egg you know, to make them. Instead of putting it all in a bowl, she put an egg in each muffin <sighs> tin. I know. No. I literally saw that and was just frozen in fear for her. I literally didn't know what to do. I didn't say anything uh-huh. because I think the teacher was right there and just wasn't saying anything because it was the Probably final. Could, yeah. And Probably I just couldn't. felt so bad where I'm like, help her. Like, uh-huh. do something. An egg for each? Yes, but then it was a final where, you know, once it was made, you leave. Yeah. So ours was done. So I never got to see how hers turned out. And I just felt Mm. so bad because I'm like, that's not her fault. She literally thought like, okay, I'm making 12 of these chocolate lava cakes. I need 12 eggs. Holy cow. I mean, the recipe probably did say mix in a bowl and then pour it in, but... I just literally felt so bad for her. Jeez, that is terrible. Also, imagine doing that nowadays when it's like $5 a carton of eggs. Jeez. Yeah, that would be a whole dozen right there. $5. So that's why we still need a home ec class. Mm -hmm. Home ec? Home ed? What's home ec? What does X stand for? Economics. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. All right. Is it common knowledge or, or not? not? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, I feel like I knew it was home ec, but it always sounds weird because I never knew what the X stand for. Mm. So I'm like, home ick. Give me I mean, ick. ed would also be good, like home education. Yeah. But it is home economics. Well, I think I learned that on Ned's Declassified. So. Wow. Because, like, the first episode, they're trying to get a class at their friend Moe's. And they ended up in home ec because that's what she was in. But then last minute, she switched to woodshop. Okay, spoiler alert. It's the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> and the show came out, like, 20 years ago. Oh, woodshop. That's a good class. I wish I would have taken it in high school. I was scared. I don't trust myself with a saw. I did use saws when I was in, like, elementary and middle school. I've never used a saw, so. Holy cow. I used to cut down trees with my friend. Not full trees, but we'd go in the woods and, like, cut down mini trees. Just because. You just take a saw and You're just get at it. You're a tree killer. Yeah, I was. I didn't know better. And then my friend's brother got poison ivy. Because we were cutting down trees and he laid down next to us. And it was all poison ivy. We did not know. Oh my goodness. He had it all over. It's funny to me, but I did feel bad for him a little. See, I'm someone who they'll be like, hey, can you hand me the wrench? Okay, I know what a wrench is. But they're, they're going to ask for something mm-hmm. and I'm going to be like, ooh, I don't know. <laughs> but I'm going to give them the wrong thing and I'm going to get yelled at. That's what I am. Mm. So if I was in woodshop, that'd be rough. My brother was. He made some really cool things and I'm jealous of that, but I'll stick to my behind the scenes. My brother also did. I wish I would have taken it. I just took other things instead. I think that was an art class for us. And I took basic guitar and TV production instead. I haven't taken a normal art class since middle school. so It's funny because I didn't take any art classes in high school, but then I majored well, in art. Your freshman no, year. but I didn't take any drawing classes or anything. Oh, but then you majored in yeah, it. Yeah, so it's just funny. Yeah. I remember I took one class in high school. I won't say which one, but for one of the tests, it was the exact same as the review guide every time. And there was one time... When it was not the exact same as the review guide, but every answer was false except for one. Ooh. It was a 50 question test, all true or false. And there was only one answer that was true. So I remember after the test, when you're doing that thing you're not supposed to do, of being like, oh, what'd you get for this one? What'd you get for this one? Because you're just not supposed to do that. But everyone does it. So we were talking about it, and this one girl was like, oh, did you guys get that half of them were true and half were false? And we all looked at her like, no, this is not what we got. Oh, no. So she definitely, like, 50% of that test. So, My mom said that when she was in school, she had a teacher who was so sick of the students not reading the instructions and, like, not putting their name on it and all that, mm-hmm. that in the instructions they said, like, put a star on the back of your paper, and if you do, you get an immediate 100%. Yeah. I'm like, what the heck? I want that. I think I've done that with like a bonus point. Like you get one extra credit Yeah, point I've had this. that before. But I'm like, wow. 100% is crazy. I would get fired. <laughs> I would oh, literally lose my job. Changed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I get that frustration though. Kids will turn stuff in and then when I don't put it in the grade book, they ask why not. And I always ask them if they realize how many things get turned into me every day. And if their name was not on it, I don't put it in. Yeah. And then they say, oh, yeah, I forget my name a lot. 
Except remember in elementary school, whenever you would forget your name, you'd have to do a punishment. Mm-hmm. That was the worst. I forgot my name once, and I had to write my name 50 times. I actually don't think I ever got a punishment, but I remember them existing. Because I don't think I ever did it. I just, like, you know me. You know, <laughs> why would you make me do it? I missed it once. I'm not perfect. Yeah. And then I had to miss recess. Wow. And my hand hurt really fucking bad. Hmm. No, I never did that. I missed recess for book club, though. Wow. Willingly. <laughs> Jeez. We read Among the Hidden. I really liked that book, actually. It was really interesting. I haven't read it since then. It was really good. <laughs> Next up. We have our first form submission that came in. Yeah. This is an anonymous one, so we won't share the name of who submitted it. But one thing they wanted us to discuss were college loans. Just talking about how to apply for them, subsidized versus unsubsidized. Brendan and I did both complete college successfully with our undergraduate degrees. So <laughs> we can talk on this a little bit. Bryn's way more ahead of me uh, as far as paying loans go, but I might know more of some of the intricate parts of loans. So together we might make a good team here. So, <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> so first up, as far as applying for loans go, um, you have to fill out the FAFSA. It's the biggest thing you have to do. And then once you fill out the FAFSA, there's other ways. Well, now there's a new way to fill out the FAFSA. It's this website. Why are you saying it weird? What do you mean? Say it again. FAFSA? FAFSA. 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 That's how it's spelled. F-A-F-S-A. I know. It sounds like you're saying FAFSA. FAFSA. FAFSA? I think you're saying it too much. FAFSA. FAFSA. I think it's because kids say it wrong all day, so I just ingrained it in my head. You may have been saying it right. Maybe I was just... I don't know. We'll listen back and and see, I guess. (laughs) Anyways. First up, you have to apply using the FAFSA. So when you fill that out, there is a new website you can use to do that. It's called goingmary.com. It's a little bit easier way to fill it out. When I filled out my FAFSA every year, I had to call student aid because every single year I couldn't figure out one part. I don't remember what it was, but I could never figure it out. I remember there was a year where I was hand-selected to... Something with the government. They hand-selected me to get further proof. It was freaking ridiculous. Oh. And it was very stressful because I also have, like, I don't know. It's just harder with divorced parents, too. Right. And so I'm like, you literally had to choose me? Mm. So yeah. hopefully you're not picked because that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I had one working parent, so it did make it a little bit easier as far as filling it out goes. But then it was confusing in certain parts. Sometimes randomly they give you a grant. That's kind of nice. I remember every year at Grand Valley, I think I got some random grant. It was like, first year grant, last year grant. Other state whatever. grants. I'm like, oh, that's nice. And, you know, all the other grants that you get. So those random things are nice. As far as different types, so like subsidized versus unsubsidized, you have subsidized, which start accruing interest six months after you graduate or stop being full-time. And then unsubsidized start accruing interest as soon as you take them out. So I took out an unsubsidized one on accident. I tried not to all four years, but I took one out on accident like my sophomore year and I didn't realize. And then I graduated and realized that this loan has just been getting interest for three years. But luckily it wasn't a ton. It was a pretty small loan. So I just paid it all off in one go and that was it. But that's the only thing I paid off for my loans <laughs> so far. <laughs> just the one. Good job. Good job. But anything to add on those? 
No, I'm just remembering that when I first started college, you don't realize how much money things are. Mm-hmm. So I remember, you know, my senior year of high school, my mom being like, apply to every single um, scholarship. scholarship available. And I didn't take the time to do it. Like, I would do a little bit, but I was also applying to ones that were nationwide. You yeah. know, like, big mistake. Mm-hmm. But they're also just not fun to do the take time. I could have spent the summer doing nothing type of thing. Mm-hmm. And now looking back, I just should have applied myself more because I had so many loans freshman year compared to senior year. Like, at least where I went to school, you had the ability to get more scholarships because you could get major specific scholarships hmm. once you declare your major and they want to give it to juniors and seniors because they know you probably have more loans than others right now and they know that you're dedicated and you're not going to drop out. But I definitely learned, compared to freshman year versus senior year, how many loans I had to take out. Like, I had to take loans out every year. But mm-hmm. it's just, I wish I would have known ahead of time. Like, no, this actually is a lot of money. And take the time to do as many scholarships as possible. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I tell my students that all the time. That's my biggest regret from high school is not applying to scholarships. I totally had the ability and I had the grades. I just didn't have the motivation. So, yeah, that knocked me back really fast. Say so the motivation comes when you realize how much money it is yeah. and how much money you don't have. Yeah. You're like, oh, I actually have to apply to things. Well, and when it came time to decide a school, I had, I think, seven or eight that I was kind of just bouncing between because I really just didn't care. And I was kind of like, well, I got into all these places. Now what? And I only applied places where I didn't have to pay for an application fee and where I didn't have to write an essay because I was lazy again. <laughs> So literally, I, the school I went to, I could have gotten into the honors college, but I would have had to write an essay. So I opened the application. As soon as I saw essay, I closed it. I was like, nope, never mind. I was so lazy. So anyways, that led to me not applying to all these scholarships. I got a couple through like random school awards or whatever, but I didn't actually apply for any. Even those random ones where it's like, if you have blonde hair and oh, brown eyes, apply. You're never going to get it. No, I know. But I should have. Just why not? I remember... There were so many for redheads, and I was so envious yeah. of, like, my friend Kate, who has red hair, mm-hmm. because I was like, why can't I be redhead for this one moment? Because mm-hmm. there's so many scholarships for it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And but. I don't know the history behind why. I guess maybe I should look it up. Because it just seems random. My goal is down the road to have a scholarship, even if it's $500. Like, I want to have a scholarship. Like, in your name? Yeah, oh. and I would I would have it at Aquinas. Because I loved my school, and I just think, I don't know, it would be great. And they have a scholarship dinner, and they invite all the donors. And, like, because I got to go when I won a scholarship, and it was just so awesome. And you got to meet your donor, and they're just so thankful for you. So that's my goal in the end is to be able to set aside, you know, hopefully more than $500, but that would be my Mm -hmm. first goal. Because anything less than that, it's like, yeah, thanks, but it really doesn't make a huge dent. So Yeah. Ray Malley had called me. Probably three months after I graduated or something to ask if I wanted to donate financially. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was barely working. I had worked for three months, so I didn't have any money to give them. <laughs> so I think I just told them to call back at some other time. And now I still have no money to give them. And it's three years later. <laughs> You're like, here, let me take out another loan for you. <laughs> <laughs> let me take out a loan so I can provide a scholarship. <laughs> Yeah, I was not really smart with my money in college because I used most of my most of my loan money 
is from paying for apartments to live. Oh. A lot of it didn't even come from school, actually. It just came from me deciding to be stupid and live in nice apartments with my friends. And then I wasn't working, so I... I mean, I was coaching, but that I was losing money doing that. So then I had to take out loans to cover my rent using the landlord letters. Mm. So now I just have a ton of money in loans from rent that I'm still paying <laughs> more expensive rent even. <laughs> have you, um, when filling out a scholarship, have you done something super creative? I think I literally filled out zero scholarships. Really? I don't think I filled out a single one is what I'm saying. Oh, don't be an Alexi yeah, in this literally. case. <laughs> no, I tell my students all the time. That's my biggest regret. I don't think I filled out a single scholarship. I know that one of my friend's brothers, he had a scholarship for his high school. They were giving away something before you go to college. And they said, what was one thing you could have changed for your high school experience? He said the toilet paper and he won. Yeah, oh and it just shows gosh. you have to be creative. Like That's he, hilarious. He could have done something so stupid like the curriculum. Right. But, like, everybody's going to do totally that. Everybody's going to think that. But he literally was like, I want to apply. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> so I tried to be creative for one because I was trying Ooh. to go abroad. So I was trying to be creative because I was going abroad and they were saying that they were going to give me, like, a couple thousand dollars or something for either an existing trip or a new trip. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. So I had to write 500 word essay or something about why, basically just something stupid, why you should get the scholarship. It wasn't a fun prompt. And so I was going to London and Paris. So I titled Uh. it, (laughs) I was going to London and Paris. So I titled it, why not? (laughs) Because (laughs) I quoted Hilary Duff's why not, where she goes, London, Paris, maybe Tokyo. <laughs> and I talked about how, like, if I could get the scholarship, maybe eventually I could go to Tokyo, but I could for sure go to London, Paris, because that's where I was going wow. in a couple months. And I did not get it. That's but so funny. To <laughs> I was me. like, I have to shoot my shot. There's going to be, like, thousands of people applying for this. And unfortunately, I didn't get it. But as soon wow. as I heard the toilet paper story, I was like, you have to be creative. Yeah. So... I do, now that you say that, I did apply to one scholarship when I was in college for my study abroad, and I did not get it. Mm. Wasn't surprised. I think they only gave it to, like, two people. So, I shot my shot. My yeah. shot didn't make it. <laughs> hey, at least you shot your shot. That's all I that did. matters. I learned my lesson from high school. I decided to at least try. Mm-hmm. I think I submitted it the night before it was due, which is very on par for me, but... It was very last minute. I'm pretty sure I forgot. Or maybe I didn't even submit it. I can't remember now. Maybe I didn't even turn it in. I have no idea. Oh my gosh. That would seem on par for me. So, But hey, I turned in all my college assignments on time. Scholarships, not so much. <laughs> That's not my thing. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah? I'll have to look. I know I have the... I think I still have the paper somewhere. I just don't know what I titled it or anything. I don't even know, like I said, that I submitted it. I may not have. I know. I need to try and find that that scholarship. The why not one? Yeah. That See is so if funny. I can pull a quote because... If you guys know that song, sing it in your heads right now. Or sing it out loud. Why not? Why not? Take a crazy chance. I love Hilary Duff, so I want her to do a tour, and I would pay <sighs> so, so much money to do 
Hillary Duff tour or like a combined Hillary Duff, Allie and AJ, just old Ooh. school Disney. I would pay so much money for that. Did you see that fake festival thing on Facebook? And it was like headlining Miley Cyrus, Cheetah Girls, no. Hillary Duff, Allie and AJ. It was all these like fake old bands that we listened to as kids. And they were like, this is the next Coachella. I'd be freaking out. And I thought it was real for a second, and I was freaking out. Because it was like, Mitchell Musso. And (laughs) all the big people from when we were watching like Disney and Nickelodeon, and I thought it was the best thing ever. I'm just imagining Mitchell Musso starting off with, I need a kick drum. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Hollywood. (laughs) Okay, so I don't have my paper on here. What a bummer. So, yeah, that was... Hopefully we helped that person out. kind of went on a tangent there, but... um. (laughs) As we do, if you haven't learned yeah. <laughs> by now. <laughs> so if you have anything you want to talk about or need any advice or anything, you've got a teacher here, <laughs> got a marketer here, both 20 know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Very well equipped to give advice to anybody and everybody. Yeah. Obviously. But you'll get a good laugh out of it, so. Yeah. This episode was a little bit um, slower than some. But we'll pick it up next week, I think, again with some more exciting stuff. They can't all be exciting. Then none of them are... are... Informational. Yeah, then none of them stand out, you know? Yeah. Maybe this is going to stand out for someone. Yeah. And plus, you don't know what fun is if you have no boring. True that. (laughs) (laughs) That was not grammatically correct at all, but I think you know what I mean. (laughs) I was using that as the quote for the So, yeah, feel free to fill out that form on our Instagram. Going through something pod. That's our Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's going to wrap up today's podcast. So thank you for listening. I'm Lexi. And I'm Bryn. And we are 20-somethings. Going through something. Till next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. Please review us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram at going through something pod for updates and fill out the form in our link in bio to let us know what we should talk about next. Thanks.